what is the true essence of black girl magic? Each week, I sit down for a deep and meaningful conversation with some of Africa's most inspiring women and hear their stories of love, loss, and second chances. My name is Dawn Faith. Join me on this journey of discovery. Don't you ever give up? Don't you ever give up? God hears the whisper of your heart. Rorisang Tandegiso is like a contagious fire. Her presence and authenticity consumes all that is around her. In a world where young people are notorious for being lazy, selfish, reckless, uneducated and lacking in ambition and vision, Rorisang couldn't be more different. I suspect many of us were introduced to Rory when she joined the popular kids program YoTV. Now 27, she is well and truly carving out a path both for herself and her generation. This singer, TV personality, content producer and speaker is a talented and bold South African woman who is reflective of everything that is wonderful about our country. Like most, I'd be lying if I pretended I wasn't interested in knowing more about her widely publicised choice to remain celibate until marriage. But beyond this, I actually wanted to find out how she has managed to stay on top of a game and not lose sight of her vision and faith. This is my deep and meaningful conversation with Rorisang Tandegiso. If you are already aware of it, when were you aware that you are now a woman? And what does being a woman mean to you? Wow. Um, I think for me, my sort of turning point or my aha moment, if I could call it that, um, was um, uh, after losing my dad, um, financially, my family, my mom and I and my siblings took a dip. And uh, when I was 15, there was, I used to go to school, so there was something called LO, life orientation. orientation, And um, you were allowed to get work for some certificate thing. Like you could put it as part of your LO files or whatever, like either a holiday job or whatever. And um, when my mom was like financially struggling and you could see that she, she, she was in a place where there was nothing to give. Like yeah. she was emotionally tired. Yeah. She was financially tired. Yeah. Um, I started working at the age of 15. Wow. And I would work on Fridays after school. Yeah. So when everybody knocked off to go home, I'd go and work. Um, I would go to work on Saturdays. Yeah. I'd work a double shift and yeah. I'd work Sunday afternoons. Wow. Um, double shift sometimes, sometimes just the last shift in, in the afternoon. In, exactly. And, yeah. um, and I was I, I was a good scholar. Like I did yeah. well in school. Yeah. I was very active to debating, public speaking. Yeah. But I knew that I wasn't working because it's a summer job or because it's because I knew that I was I had to be financial in some point. I needed to contribute. Um, and I saw what it did to my mom. Like yeah. my mom would literally wait for me to arrive at like one o'clock in the morning with the cash. Because I've been working since two o'clock. Not even necessarily with the cash. Yeah. You know, should iron my apron, should wow. make sure do you have your notebook? Because really? you know they'd give you certain rules as waitresses what you must have. Yeah. And I could see that it broke a heart for me to be who's doing this. But I think for me it registered that maybe not a child as little as I thought I was anymore and I needed to work and therefore everything that I did whether I did public speaking if I found out there was money involved I knew that I had to win so it it, it quickly shifted my mind of how I viewed myself and 
for me, womanhood comes with a lot of responsibility, and I okay. had to switch into that responsibility mode relatively early. Wow. Yeah. So I think for me, those experiences. I mean, there's many in between, but yeah. the bulk of it was I knew that I had to bring an out an yeah. income yeah. into the household. You know, all the way until matric. She was in matric. Like, okay, it's fine. You can stop now. It's fine. I'm uh, I, you yeah. know, but I, I continued. You used to it. You know what I mean? I worked throughout varsity. Yeah. Do you think that it, like, even though it may have had some negative impact, but there's like benefits of it now? Is it, is it what still to this day drives you and pushes you to work as hard as you do? Definitely. Um, I think it was. You know, sorry to cut you. Because yeah. literally, like, when I, I got back into South Africa June last year, and I swear to God, I had to say, <laughs> I had to, say to my friends, man, this chick is working, yeah? Like, she's working, and, yeah. and New Year's um, Eve, what did we do? No, it was just me and my husband and my son at home, and we're flipping through the channels, and boom, you're, <laughs> you're working another cake. I was like, yeah. no, no, and, and, and not in a dissing way, though, yeah. but like in a, like, props to that. Yeah, like, the, this is. I work. I think you I'm sitting on like four jobs right now. Um, but it's the nature of it. I, 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 I completely agree with you when you say a part of it is has sort of fit into how I am now. Yeah. I did debating, public speaking. I played hockey first team. Yeah. I would travel South Africa. I would yeah. debating and doing public speaking. And yeah. I'd win competitions. Yeah. Still had to do well at school. And I was still a waitress. So I think it trained me. Um, and it allowed me to tap into all the things I was good at. Yeah. You know, I would have customers who don't understand what am I doing there. Yeah. And I'd tell them so next week I'm at the nationals for um, debating and um, last year I won so I want to take it again they'd leave like a 500 rand tip because they're just in their minds it's like what are you doing this I'd have those conversations shout out to Uncle Bob if he's watching you know Uncle Bob would come in every Friday and insist on you know me serving him and he would probably leave like 700 rand I know that so I would see God literally work and now it's still the same you know till this day I have never gone for a job interview I have ne- I've, I don't know what that is. You know, people are like, yeah, no, you've got to wear, find out the address, sit yeah. down, and I've been never. Poached I don't every know time. how many. T- exactly. Been posted every time. And I, I used to work. An attitude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. But I, but I feel that 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 being in your space yeah. and owning who you are, yeah. regardless of how you've entered into that space, actually yeah. really does work out for your good. And not taking anyone for granted. I think my greatest opportunities have come from the most unlikely people. Yeah. You know, uh, I've walked into, when I went to go live in Nigeria for a bit and work in a Nigerian company, yeah. I literally walked into the office looking for somebody else. Yeah. And he was like, hey, isn't that you on TV? I was like, yeah, I also produce. I also do this, I do this, <laughs> and this. What do you guys need? <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, come next week and let's talk. And that's how I started traveling the continent. It wasn't a, where's your CV? Let me see who you've worked with. It wasn't that. It was just like a, it was a conversation that we had. And and I think um, um, the the knowing that I've got to work hard and I cannot go back to where I was has been a huge drive. Like I I, I can't. What What do you think this, I hope this doesn't get us in trouble, but what do you think then Young South Africans have a lot of valid reasons to be angry, to be disappointed um, for their current circumstances and their lack of employment or financial well-being. And I and I completely recognise it. And I never want anyone to think because because now I feel differently. But but what do you think is 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 a contributing factor to people ever feeling like they can't make it without any handouts? 
It's a difficult one. I think there's a lot of pride involved. I think there's a lot of egos involved. Um, for me, for argument's sake, I'll give you a typical example. I've had a lot of people assist me um, in my career and yeah. and help me. Yeah. I've also had a lot of very high-profile people who are a phone call away who could have made my life ten times easier. Um, and I think it's just the grace of God to pick the right relationships. You will need people to assist you at some point or another. It doesn't matter how talented or how great you are. And that's not necessarily a handout. That's somebody seeing potential in you and helping you get there. Then there's people that you meet who, you know, can assist you, but are technically just going to make things easier for you and you're not learning anything anything in that process. Um, And that's a danger zone, you know. So I think our perception of help or assistance uh, will differ or will lean depending on how you want to view it. I've been called a stupid because certain, like I said, certain people on my phone and I would rather eat rice. Oh, just by the way, when I was hitting rock bottom, I would cook rice uh, with onions and I'd put like raja on the onions so that it gives it the meaty taste and then eat it with the rice. And no one would know. And I tell my mom like three months later, what's that last month? Yeah. Had nothing. And she's yeah. like, why don't you say anything? You know, I was like, no, because I knew where you were. Yeah. And she's like, why don't you call this person to help you? And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't have taught me a lesson. Yeah. I had money. What and did I do the with it? It was saying, don't call. No, it was understanding that. Figure this out. Yeah. Figure this out. What did you do with your money last yeah. month? Why are you in a position yeah. that two weeks before the month ends, you're not. You're all out. How come you didn't buy enough groceries? Yeah. Do you understand what projection is? So now I'm sitting there going, I never want to be in a situation again. like this again. Yeah, but I've learned you. my lesson. Um, and should anybody buy me rice and onions, yeah. thank you. Yeah. But it, 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 it won't cripple me. Yeah. You know, it you won't know cripple me. Yeah. <laughs> it won't cripple me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think that's my view regarding okay. that. Yeah. Coming up, is black tax a burden or a blessing? I think most of the times we're not honest with ourselves, yeah. which makes it difficult to be honest with everybody around us. Yeah. And that's why levels of expectations vary. Yeah. You know, you're really, really close friends yeah. uh, who know you and know your struggles and know what you're going through. Yes. Won't ask you for the things that you can't provide. Money continues to be a major challenge to young people in South Africa and to an extent around the world. A lack of secure income makes it hard to save consistently and a lack of financial literacy makes it even harder to spend wisely. This is compounded by the cultural expectations of black tax, that is, giving a significant portion of your income to your family. Rory shared with me her perspective on this controversial topic. Is black tax a burden or a blessing? I consistently struggled now with what I've learned is called black tax. The expectation. <laughs> Moment of silence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm for real. Like, I just need to take. Yeah. I consistently struggle now with, with that expectation that all of a sudden I now have new responsibilities that I didn't sign up for. Now, mind you, I should clarify the principle of it. I recognize yes. and I acknowledge yeah. and, I, and I value it to yeah. some point. Yeah. The idea that 
when you've managed to do okay and you've go back like now and then look behind you and you know I believe in when you're going up take some people yeah. with you do you yeah, know what I mean definitely. and then there's just some people that it, they're untakeable I think most of the times we're not honest with ourselves yeah. which makes it difficult to be honest with everybody around us yeah and that's why levels of expectations vary yeah you know you're really really close friends yeah uh, who know you and know your struggles and know what you're going through yes. won't ask you for the things that you can't provide but everybody else around you will ask you outside of your means because yeah. that's what you've portrayed or that's yeah. the message that you put across okay, and yeah. sometimes in certain spaces we want to come across yeah. a peer yep. and uh, then we want to run away when like you know you get that phone call you're like what makes you think I get an extra 500 bucks? <laughs> you know, yeah, or well, because yeah. you always, you yeah. always permanent pop And when we're talking yeah. about being done and out, you, you don't contribute or you, you're not like, hey, Linda, make a shot. That I didn't have. You, you always seem to be even on your lowest honest conversations. Um, I think for me, the most important, my immediate family with my mom, is communicating and say, okay, ma, this is what I can do. Okay. Yeah, and and this is what I can't do. Okay. And these are my plans. Okay. So I'm trying to buy a second place, yeah. second bond. Yeah. I'm planning to to get myself trade this car and get and that get one. one yeah. um, I just did that life insurance thing. Yeah. I just did this. Hey, I got so medical aid. Yeah. So it's the it's the communication of going. This is where I am. Yeah. Therefore, when you do expect something from me, yeah. keep that in mind. Okay. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's sometimes a mistake we make as young people is that we, you know, we get our first jobs and you get the dopest car. Yeah. yeah. You know, I had been working for seven years yeah, yeah close to seven years before I bought myself a brand new car wow. I used yeah. to buy second hand cars yeah, until they're like it's over okay cool yeah. that's not gonna move you need yeah. to buy another one yeah. you know yeah. and I was a fool in my industry because yeah. we're cool and yeah. we're famous and you're, you're a celebrity you can't be driving that car yeah. you yeah. know and I was like no I don't I have will. to pay for this car yeah. so I'm happy with yeah. it um, those realistic um, expectations you put out is, is, is you yeah. telling the truth about where you really, really are. Yeah. I like that. I never, yeah. I've never thought about that. And, I, and honestly, I think it, even in my own life, it, it does apply. Yeah. Like, short of my mum, I don't think the rest of my... No. You know, I think also because then I feel like, oh, I shouldn't have to. Yeah. But I suppose the way to alleviate then it's the stress be, and the yeah, pressure... It's just, just to be say, like, oh, you know... Uh, I'm not, I'm me and my husband space. just did this and then yeah. we're doing that and yeah. we're planning for this you. and you, you drop those expectation levels by having honest relationships and you. honest conversations about where you really are at I, yeah. I wanted to ask you for you what negative words have been spoken over you and what impact did they have and if you've managed to rise above that, like how did you then overcome and actually go, hang on, yeah. that's not true of who I am? Um, I think I, I pretty much got the same as you, yeah, Papa. But I think the one that really took me a while to get over um, was, uh, grew up in the church. We once had uh, like um, these church ministry groups, young people coming from all yes. over the world traveling. Yes. And the one guy came to me, he's like, oh, my friend has the same problem as you. And I was like, same problem? Yeah, she's like, all she does is just grows a hair in a fringe to cover the forehead. It's Pong. It's Pong. And at that time, I had never... Thought that you had no. a forehead. In fact, problem. every time I used to do that hairstyle, my mom was like, no, push your hair back 
like you look prettier yeah like full face like why always you know um, and that messed me up because I then walked around thinking that's what everybody saw I spoke a lot I was very uh, outspoken I was very opinionated but what would shun that down would be while I'm talking are they are they looking at my looking forehead? At my are, forehead? They are they listening to, the to me? Yeah, so a lot of insecurities growing up where that is regarded. And for me, it was like other people had other insecurities like their thighs or their legs, which they can hide. There's nothing I can do about having a big forehead. Um, and then I think it was in 2013, I went to do a girl talk uh, at a high school and stood up there, told the girls, love yourself. You know when you're like on the roll? Yeah. God created you like this, yeah. fearfully, wonderfully yeah. made. And then, I mean, I got off stage and the Holy Spirit just dealt with me. Yeah. I immediately left that place and I went to go cut my hair so that I can't have any mechanism to hide. And I had to then start my hair from scratch and deal with this and be like, love am I pretty? Yeah. Do I love myself? Do I genuinely, am I okay with who I am? Because when you're not okay with who you are, it messes up with everything. Because you've got to deal with yourself every day. It messes up with everything. Yeah. Like from your work, to your relationships, to how you interact with people. You don't trust people. Yeah. Because if they say you're pretty, I immediately think, you're lying. Oh, you're yeah. being polite. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's something that I'm still working on. If somebody will give me a compliment, I'm just like, yeah. I actually don't know. Like, oh, you're so sweet. Thanks, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, instead of just saying, thank you thank for you. recognizing yeah. that. I really do appreciate it. I accept and I believe you when you say. You know, you were not just trying to be nice. I believe what you're saying. It's taken me time. It really has. It, it, yeah, it really, really has. There was a time when I was like, oh man, I can't wait to get married because then the guy who's picked me, then yeah, it's fine. Because I thought you won't get married. You won't get, you know what I mean? I used to think all those things like, this is some dude is going to look at me one day and go, and that guy had no idea. And now what I couldn't even. <laughs> yeah, he had no idea what he was saying. He had no idea that he was giving me a solution. He was saying, I know, that's the thing. That's, like, that's what makes like just me up. Because that's just how like, oh, your forehead is like, like cute, friend. it's big. But like, no, you have the same yeah, it's problem. Like my, 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 my friend has the same problem. Like, she just grows her hair in a fridge. I'm just thinking, your friend is white. She can't grow her hair in a fridge. My hair <laughs> doesn't quite do? do the same. Yeah. Uh, but dealt with that. And, and now, I mean, there's times when I'm just like, ah, if you are just like an inch for what? You know, a little bit. And now there are times when I look at her, I'm like, yes, girl. Yes. For me, it's e-com my high cheekbones and and I and and that's my still consisting baggage so we had yeah so we had we had girlfriends in high school and uni because we went to the same age with my friends and they all had high cheekbones so when we were laughing like ha high cheekbone club because when you're trying to laugh they close your eyes because like all oh, black people have like really really thick like yeah. voluptuous lips yeah. and I have these like very flat ones yeah. just like a little lot of little things and, yeah. and now I look back and I'm just like somebody said to me there was Afrikaans girl Lucy May yeah. in varsity yeah. or I go to Pretoria right? yeah. so it's just like many Afrikaans people yeah. and she says to me Rory does God need your forehead <laughs> for you to preach the gospel yeah. Yeah. does God need your forehead for you to spread the love of God wow. and I was just like no, actually, <laughs> you know, like, so how far up have I placed this above everything, else. above everything else? And she made me aware of that. That's when I started working at myself. Coming up. 
I wanted to find out how she has managed to stay on top of a game and not lose sight of her vision and faith. Purity is in spirit and in truth, meaning I need, I am constantly putting myself in a position where I'm that vulnerable to God and I'm that truthful about myself and my spirit. Talk to me about your relationship with God. My favorite part of living. Yes. <laughs> I know, like I read a bunch of amazing things, which I think props to you, and they've written all over the oh, place. Oh, so many so articles. We, so we don't even need to go there. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, um, the, I'm the virgin girl. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I'm more interested in, that must be a serious, authentic, and deep kind of faith in order for you to give that level of honor yeah. to it yeah. and with all the pressures that generally come forget the industry yeah just in, in life <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. like yeah like you and your dad what's up with that like I yeah oh man my dad has been <laughs> you know God has been such a beautiful part of my life yeah. I'm, I'm so grateful to my mom she gave me the best gift anyone could ever give anyone and that's Jesus Christ yeah. from a very young age um, and we went through some really, really hardships. And I was saying um, on Facebook, actually, I posted the other day, I posted a picture of her and my aunt, and I was saying, these people introduced Christ to me, and I've seen them go through storm, yeah. after storm, yeah. after storm. Yeah. And every single time they're in storms, yeah. as they get bigger, yeah. it almost seems as if they fly this banner of God even higher. Wow. And now that I'm grown and I'm looking at them, I'm just like, I have never seen such dedicated people in their faith. Yeah. But where me and my dad is concerned is, I think that it's a conviction thing. A lot of people ask me, how do you do it? Is it your faith? Do you do anything special? Do you have routines? And I'm like, I really believe that God laid it in my heart that concerning Rorosang Tandega Tandeki, this is it. Yeah. This, is it. Yeah. this is this is your thing. If, like, yeah. if it's a thing, no, this is my thing. Yeah. And when I was younger, I was doing it mostly for myself, my mom, yeah. and God. Yeah. Got a little bit older, my mom fell off the wagon because I was in varsity. I could have had sex if I wanted to have yeah. sex. I could have lived the life that I wanted to yeah. live if it was for her. Yeah. Then I had to go, okay, God, what is this really about? Yeah. Um, and for me, when it switched from me pursuing virginity to pursuing purity, yeah. everything switched. And there's a significant difference between the two. Huge eh? difference. Yeah. My earlier years, I was pursuing virginity. Yeah had the silver ring thing, had all sorts of things, yeah. knew all the verses off by heart. When I started seeking purity, that's when it became hard. What does that mean to you? Purity for me is, it's in, it's, you know when, when the Bible says worship him in spirit and in truth? Yeah. Purity is in spirit and in truth. Wow. Meaning I need, I am constantly putting myself in a position where I'm that vulnerable to God wow. and I'm that truthful about myself and my spirit. So it's not just, did I have sex with the guy? It's what thoughts did I have towards the guy? What did I do with the guy? You know, people's like, okay, so you don't have sex, but you like, you what do foreplay. What is foreplay? You know what I mean? Um, so what are, the, it's not even boundaries. It's, it's not my space. You know, the Bible says that don't stir up love, don't stir up love yeah, before it's time. Yeah. You know, and those are things that I had to read and kind of grasp and say, Lord, what I am concerned with my personality, with my yeah. characteristics, with my background, with my understanding of love, um, with my brokenness and my hurt. Mm. What does this mean to me? And funny enough, this journey 
made me even closer to God than anything. It wasn't the hardships for me. Yeah. It wasn't the I had an encounter. Yeah. It was me pursuing purity wow. that made me realize that there is no greater love. There's no greater grace. Wow. There's no greater comfort than you can yeah. find in God. Because it's not me doing it. I got over myself, you know. Because almost like, like when you do certain things right and you stick to the Bible, you kind of feel like Hallelujah. I don't deserve to get sick. Yeah. I don't deserve for my mom to do her job. I don't deserve for this. Well, that's what I was I saying. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And you're just like, but God. Because you're taking the box, ne? I'm the version. I'm supposed yeah. to like get extra like, grace yeah. with like sprinkles on it. Babe. <laughs> That's, That's what exactly I was saying what earlier. Saying, like, yeah. To say, okay, no, 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 no. no. I served in yeah. I served in a church this long. Yeah. I fast. I pay more than the ten percent of yeah. the tithe. Then, like, and then God just says to you, but why do you say that I can bring me a, a favor? favor. Was that not out of the willingness of your heart? Out of obedience. Yeah. So yeah. Obedience. Your obedience yeah. does nothing for me. Yeah. It does everything for, for you. For you. Yeah. So I think. In that pursuit, that's when I, I realized that man, I'm loved. I feel like a spoiled kid. Yeah. Um, I really feel that like I know like God loves us all, but I yeah. feel like you're extra special. Like I'm in front of the <laughs> He's extra and fond I'm, like, of short, you. So he's just like, no, the short one, let her come through. <laughs> you wow. know. Um. I, yeah. My relationship with him has not always been smooth. Yeah. Um. I've been angry at him at times for certain things that I didn't understand. Yeah. And, I've um, questioned, you know. But I think for me, when I I really started the journey of purity, yeah. I had to deal with my heart. I had to deal with how I feel about my dad, how I feel about my mom, yeah. how I feel about my family setup, how I feel yeah. about some of my friends, how That's I feel very about mature. being black, <laughs> how do I feel about being female and what's yeah. expected of me. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, it really switched me to sit wow. in the narration. Wow. Yeah. That, it takes people years to get to that place if they don't end up walking away, yeah. like to have religion and the facade and the pretense completely phased off and I think oh, you gotta fight do you know what I mean and I think and that's and that's what people say to me oh you have such radical faith and I'm like well it appears now as radical faith but to me it appears as the most natural thing to do because do you know what I mean because yeah. the opposite of that I actually argue with somebody the other day they were like yeah you know you guys you, you radical you radical faith people and I was like there's no degree and levels of faith faith is faith, it's faith. That's you know good. what I mean? Yep, that's faith, good. Faith is faith. And when you stop chasing degrees and levels of it, you can actually, you yeah. Truth, in God's truth, yeah. you realize that you're weak. <laughs> you need Him. <laughs> it quickly yeah. humbles yeah. you. Yeah. It quickly, yeah. you know, we're not worthy, but oh, aren't yeah. just grateful that he, he chose us. That's amazing. Yeah. Like that. I've got no follow up. That, that just needs to sit for a little bit. Coming up, find out how she has managed to stay on top of a game. Okay, Rory, you've got six scripts that you have to send out. Uh, call the producers, do this, yeah. sort it out. If you get this done, baby girl, in three hours, yeah. we're going to get ice cream. Nice. Chill and watch Nigerian movies. Nice. Freedom. That's for me, the ability to, to, to do what I want. What boundaries do you think you failed to set up in your life and what have been the consequences of that? Saying no to certain things. Um, simple things like um, when you have to walk out of certain relationships but you drag on pulling as because you're trying to be nice and you're trying to be 
and you you just hold on a little bit longer than you yeah. have to and God has said no it's time, um, it's time. you know friends yeah. in dating spaces where yeah. I've really really struggled I did an interview where these people were doing like a day in my life thing and yeah. they interviewed my sister yeah. and they're like tell us what's the one thing about your sister that you know for a fact she's like endurance and I was just like you know, I thought she was gonna say like endurance and like she's hard working whatever she was just like yo yeah, and I was just like that's not a good thing yeah yeah. Is that a compliment or is that yeah. a problem? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it made me aware that sometimes I I consider, which is not a bad thing, but to, if it's not God's it's will, then it crosses over, yeah. um, to keep somebody else comfortable at my own expense. Um, and you've got to set those boundaries. I'm learning now, the older I get, that there's no point in dragging it out. There's no point in you uh, maintaining and trying to keep uh, friendships that are gone or relationships that are gone or work yeah. that, that no it's longer has that passion or yeah. your drive anymore. Yeah. Um, it's really just learning to go, my, my job here is complete wow. and not try to add in another extra five years wow. just to come back to this point like, oh, on that day when I said, I should have actually had just, have. you know, um, and I've, I think growing up has made me realize that other people are selfish with their lives. Yeah. You know, like people tell us like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Me, I'll be like, I can't do it. But let's find a way yes. <laughs> let's find a way yeah. and I've come to realize that the older we get people are just like oh sorry man no, I'm not doing that it's, it's, I need the, to it's learn the biggest that. freedom yeah? yeah like just being able to say it's not personal I'm not trying to be hurtful towards you I just genuinely can't do it or I'm not interested because also it's like yeah. but you know what for me is I, get, I say no and I provide an explanation yeah. because then I feel that yeah like you won't hate me because yes, that's the fear. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I know, but see, the thing is... Yeah, and I still want us to be friends, and I still, I still want to see you, and we're cool, and I want you to really get me, but you won't get me because you, you're not going through my processes. Yeah. But that over-explaining sometimes even isn't necessary, just like, yo, yeah. it's cool. And the, the biggest lesson I ever, I ever learned was scriptural. Let your nose be your yes, be your yes, and your nose be your no, and that my no in itself is enough I don't need to explain yeah. myself any further so long as I know that I'm coming from, from a good place that's enough that's All it right. what does being independent mean to you independence means the ability for me to do the things that I really want to do okay. yeah I think for most people, it's money, yeah. uh, fathers, it's security. Yeah. I see all of that. For me, it's just really being able to do the things that I, I really want to do. Like if, if I really want to wake up in the morning and relax and not do much, for me, that's independence, the choice. Yeah. <laughs> the ability to make choices and follow through with those choices where I don't feel like everything in my life is imposed. Yeah. You know, whether it's in my career, whether it's in my relationships, whether it's in uh, who I interact with. Yeah. If I love the idea of not having things imposed on me. I don't yeah. think I was created that way. I, yeah. It's just not my personality trait. Yeah. You know, a lot of people will be like, why do you do like a million and ten things? Because I choose to and I can follow through. And, that, and, and the fact that I can for me is independence. The fact that I don't have somebody breathing down my neck saying, yeah. where are you at three? Yeah. If we didn't set a meeting for three, then why are you calling me to ask me where I am at three? Yeah, <laughs> for me, independent. I yeah, I need to be. What are you asking me, you know? Um, little things for me, man. I, I'm so petty, I guess. For me, independence is things like I work so hard 
and I love shoes. Can I buy a pair of shoes at the end of the month that I really, really like? I reward myself. The, the ability to do things like that where like, okay, Rory, you've got six scripts that you have to send out, uh, call the producers, do this, sort it out. If you get this done, baby girl, in three hours, we're going to get ice cream, chill and watch Nigerian movies. Nice. Freedom. That's for me, the ability to, like to, to do what I want, I like when I want to do it. I like yeah. Wow. I like that. That's a very different answer to it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you currently holding on to that you know you should let go of? Currently holding on to? I think I'm, I'm currently, oof, it's a very, what am I currently holding on to? I'm currently holding on to, I guess past hurts, man. Yeah. I think there's stuff that, especially when my dad is concerned, I think there's a lot that I wish he was here for me to interact with. And a lot of it becomes very difficult to, to just resolve, let go yeah. and resolve because it's just like, I kind of need you to sit here and answer sure. me yeah. and help me understand. But um, I'm going through my own processes and, and I'm accepting that it's not just going to happen overnight yeah. um, and that I'm not going to do it in my own strength. Yeah. Because if I were to do it in my own strength, it would be over. Yeah, Close shop. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I think those past hurts. Um, and also just, you know, we were speaking earlier about my journey of purity. Yeah. There was a lot of things said to me, especially in relationships yeah. spaces, yeah. where people made me feel like I'm not with... I remember there was one um, uh, partner of mine who literally came to my place to tell me that I don't know how to love, he deserves better, and he's going to go. And that, I wasn't aware how much of it sat and stayed. You know, and it's only now that I'm learning to let go of those things and I'm saying, you know, you know, not everybody will approve, you know, yeah, and your choices. I was vegan for like the first three weeks, didn't last that long. And everybody's just like, why are you vegan? Uh, then I start eating meat again. All the vegans are like, oh my gosh, why did you stop? You were doing so well. I'm like, I'm getting cut again. And, you know, so I'm learning to let go of other people's opinions and holding it so high over what I believe God says about my life yeah. and more importantly what I say about my life yeah. you know that wh where do I place myself but I think my dad that's still a, a stronghold that I still need to learn how to let go and I think past comments from relationships that really scarred because yeah. it made me question myself now I've got to sort of relearn and reteach myself that this is me. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. very, very true. Yeah. TV people are the most insecure people that I've come across in life yeah. because we always have the perfect life and then we walk through those doors and life has to start again. So I've taken a clear stance that, Lord, this is me. Yeah. As corny, clumsy, yeah. short and round as I am. Yeah. Have me or don't. I mean, <laughs> have, me or, like, have me or don't. But me working overtime to yeah, be something to I'm be not, else, it's not gonna happen. Man. The it girl can miss me. That train. I'll it, catch the I, next one. No, 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 it's cool. It's like, it's like. Man, that just, that was it. <laughs> that was it. Thank you so much. Thank you for hanging out with me. That was pretty cool. That was like <laughs> you need that. to steal your earrings. Let's talk about that. <laughs> you can have, you can, they're still fresh, so you can have this, I can put them off. For the kind of conversation we've just had, babe, these yeah. and some more. Thank you so much. As was probably obvious, I was blown away by Rory's sharp intellect, dedication to her calling, and remarkable faith. Here is a woman who has used everything that life has handed to her for her good. Rory Sun.
Thank you for being the epitome of the truth that you reap what you sow. You are a breath of fresh air, my love, and you give hope for the future of young black people everywhere. We've come to the end of our time. I'll see you all next week when we have yet another deep and meaningful conversation. Stay blessed.